0: Hi there, I'm Bree. I'm Burr. And welcome to the Creepcast with Brian Burr. We're a podcast that tells you spooky stories, folklore, and mythology that don't make sense. If you have any suggestions for these crazy tales, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. We also have Twitter. You can find us at Cast both well Caesar capital. Yes, Queen. We're also on the gram, Instagram. Ooh, it's at the Creepcast, all lowercase. We also have Facebook, like everybody else in your grandparents, which is the Creepcast with Brie and Burr. We're also on TikTok because we're hip, we're cool, we're with it. Funky it's brush. at the Creepcast, and all we- lowercase. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we also have a website which tells you all the magical things, which is the Creepcast.podbean.com.
0: Thanks again. Hi there, I'm Brie. I'm Burr. And welcome back to the Creepcast, where. Believe we just song. do whatever the fuck happens and we get into arguments right before we start recording. <laughs> and Austin tried to tell us he could read, but it was a lie. It was a lie. A lie. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You say it to yourself all the time. You're like, I can't read. Yep. And they're like, we know, Austin.
1: They're there. there.
0: <laughs> we're the podcast that steps on masculinity. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. Some guys are into that. Oh. So I have a funny story for you. Oh no. Oh God. <laughs> so I went to work
1: and one of my coworkers
0: was like, ooh, he's like, I love your glasses. He's like, you look, he's like, you look like you're gonna hit me, but I'm gonna like it. <laughs> so again, another Tom and Atrix reference. And I'm like, you guys, please stop. <laughs> We're selling a business model that just isn't gonna happen. <laughs> Do it. Everyone's been hyping me on my haircut. Uh, and it was funny, too, because then everyone's like building me up and they're like, yeah, Breeze this bus, bitch and blah, blah. And then he had me laughing so hard I snorted and I killed the mood. <laughs> <laughs> and then nobody liked it anymore. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but listen, I own up to it. I'm not here to confirm any crazy fantasies y'all got about me, which I'm assuming is none because, you know. I feel like my voice isn't like. I don't got my mom's phone voice. You have reached Lisa. Last name, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I can't take your call right now. Like, literally, her voicemail. I love it though, but it's hilarious because every time I listen to it, I'm like, God damn it, Ma. I
1: remember what she It wasn't Mary
0: Kate, it was something else. Arbon? Yeah. Arbon Consultant. Ah, uh, Pyramid Schemes. Mm-hmm. I watched this one mini documentary thing. Um, called Murder on Middle Beach. I'd heard about it, and then I forgot about it, and then for some reason I remembered it again because I wanted to watch true crimey stuff. And then I did. It's only, like, four episodes, but it's about this guy trying to figure out, like, who killed his mom and, like, trying to get, like, investigation. Dude, this shit was wild. Hmm. You think, like, the dad did it, but then you're like, maybe the friend did it. Because there's, like, this crazy pyramid scheme they were part of called, like, gifting tables. I think I heard of this. I think we talked about it a little bit, where it's just, like, everyone brings, like, $5,000. And then after recruiting so many people, you get all the money. we talked about it. And it was fucking wild. Well, I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. It was outside. But it was outside podcasting time. But Mm -hmm. point being, so then you think, like, the friend did it. But then you're like, but maybe the aunt did it. And then the aunt was like the daughter totally did it and somebody's like talking to the sister who was like 16 at the time and they actually did like a test to like see if like you know she would have even had the strength to drag the body she would not but it was like super fucked up but it was good though because like in like um the documentary like he go near the end he goes to see his like sister get married in Argentina I mm-hmm. think is where she's living But he goes and they like they're like sitting down. He's like, hey, he's like, I want you to know. He's like, before this get posted that, you know, my, you know, our aunt thinks you did it. Ooh, Like, so he like let her know ahead of time. So she's not just like finding out when the documentary comes out, which I think is Mm -hmm. super classy because that would be like super fucked if it's like, okay, you recorded this and you didn't fucking tell me. I know it's wild and I'm pretty sure I know who did it, but it just sucks because like, you know. The whole ass process trying to get like evidence and shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like the dad that. clammed up real quick. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Like refused to be on the documentary. They had to sneak recordings. Shit, bitch. Yeah, it was super fucked up. Dad sounds like a fucking total sociopath. Oh, damn. I hate him. But speaking of dads that we hate, on to this week's topic. Yay. Anubis. Yes. Anubis. Hey, I don't know.
1: Anub-ass.
0: Anub, Anub-, ass. Anub- ah. Anubias. There we go. Yes. I was like, it's gonna come to me eventually. Something's <laughs> gonna work. Just gotta keep spitballing until something lands. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep mashing words together, and something will work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Don't is go it is that light. a facepalm towards our stupidity? I'm not sure. Okay, good. I, I was a little worried that you were actually like in pain, but it's not. I don't care, then. So now? I say <laughs> I
1: don't care anymore. <laughs>
0: what? It's not deadly?
2: The real I'm question is, did you care in the first place?
1: Of course I did. I'm I was a little worried. You. I have to care. I don't know. What's
0: our life insurance policy like? I'm kidding. I mean, he tells me it's good. <laughs> so
1: I but mean, he has one on I, me,
0: too. See, no. but do you know what it is on you? No. That's super fucked up. It's I get, like I get you... Listen, don't ruin the suspense for me. <laughs> I'm trying to make, throw suspicion at you. I'm just kidding. Obviously we don't, there's no suspicion here, but I'm just saying it's super smart for you to have a life insurance policy that you took out that's in their name. But then you're like, I'm not going to tell you how much it is. And you just let them be surprised when you die.
2: No.
0: Cause then you take the risk of then like they have, because they, well, it's, a, it's like a gamble. If they kill you and then it's just $10,000, it's just covering funeral costs. And then what was the point? Meh. I'm just saying that's,
2: that's their smart.
0: Fault. That, that's what I'm saying. It, that's why it's smart that you have a life insurance on yourself with someone else's name on it, but then you don't tell them how much it is, so then they can't kill you because it's not worth it and it's too much of a gamble. I'm saying you did a good thing, but then I was going to make a joke how it's suspicious that Amber doesn't know what her own life insurance policy is.
1: Yeah, those stairs are looking awful icy over there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, I can't tell you how many... My favorite murder episodes I listen to where a suspiciously large amount of life insurance policy is taken out on someone and then they're dead they die because of their spouse or some other person that for some reason was named
2: beneficiary Well it's her and the boys so
0: well don't tell them that it's a lot of
2: money it, they only get five thousand out of that 40,000.
0: Listen, that's a lot of money to kids. So that's a lot
1: of unicorns for Felix and a lot of flashlights for Donnie. God.
0: <laughs> Your fucking older child is a fucking moth. I know, right? Listen, I know we said we we're obsessed with Mothman, but this is ridiculous.
1: I miss the days where he was obsessed with the vacuums.
0: You know, at least he pretended he was cleaning. He was pretending
1: cleaning and he could tell me all the different
0: vacuums and if it had a double
1: dual bag bullshit and everything else. Like... And Mm. as a flashlight, like this gives
0: me a whole ass child mood because legitimately, let me learn everything about this useless thing. For all these useless facts about something that's semi-useful instead of like applying it to anything that matters. Mm -hmm.
1: Not every flashlight or light, he's like, that's a lot of lumens. I'm like, stop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the worst part because obviously we appreciate that he's like excited and learning about things, but there's nothing I hate more than having to listen about it.
1: Flashlight, flashlight, Because you know
0: what flashlights mean to me? Nothing. Nothing. You know the only flashlight I have on my person? My phone.
1: I have one on my jacket.
0: But that's for the if, trailers. If anything happens, I'm fucked. If my phone dies, I'm fucked. Can't see shit. And then I'm going to be like, why the fuck don't we have a flashlight in this house? And then I'll listen back to this episode and be like, oh, yeah. We got them all in his room. Takes all the
1: fucking batteries, too, and I'm like,
0: Ugh! Stop. <laughs> I know. I remember when we were out to the store, and he's like, "I want to spend my money on batteries." I'm like, "What is wrong
1: with children?" <laughs> those Duracells, right in front of that jack. Yeah, he I know those. His. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, and Austin's just like, "Why don't you just buy rechargeable batteries?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, he's like, I can." He's like,
0: <sighs> uh, "Kids never think in the long run game." But, anyways. To our topic, Anubis. Anubis, for who he be,
1: who he be, he be Anubis or Inpu Po Amy, um, Anpu an ancient Egyptian is the uh Greek name of the god of death, death, mummification, embalming, and the afterlife ceremonies, too. Cemeteries, cemeteries, yes.
0: I don't want to know what I said. <laughs> ceremonies,
1: <laughs> yeah, I a up. little
0: more festive. <laughs> The slightly more festive cousin of cemeteries. There you
1: go. <laughs> um, cemeteries, tombs, and the underworld. In ancient Egypt religion, usually depicted as a canine or a man with a canine head, um, our, our, our archaeologists have uh, identified Anubis' sacred animal as an Egyptian canid. Canid? Canid, I think, yeah.
0: Anyway. It's roast Austin at o'clock over here at the Creep Kit. <laughs> He's not even wearing red. Poor Austin. Listen, you didn't call him a whore. You just said he was breathing heavy.
2: A joke's on you. not wearing red. That's
0: what I said. Yeah, that's why I said we didn't call you a whore. We can't. It's outside of the rules of the road. The rules <laughs> of the road. The fucking <laughs> Rocco's line. I love that. I do. I say that so much.
1: Never mind, baby. We
0: like, the rules of the road. And they're like, Bree, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. My job. I know. I know, my therapist and I spend so much time focusing on other things, like work and stuff and, like, daily life anxiety. I'm like, girl, we haven't even scratched the surface of this bullshit-ass childhood I've had. (laughs) I'm kidding. My mom's going to... Thank God my mom doesn't listen to it. And if she does, I'm sorry, Mom. It's a joke. But... I'm gonna get. A, I would get a phone call of her being like, "Your childhood wasn't that bad." And I'll be like, "Ma, remember, you, remember the time you smacked me in the face with a pancake." <laughs> <laughs> I did tell that story the other day at work, and it was everything. <laughs> I do. I like to make it seem like she abused me emotionally and physically with food. <laughs> How dare you? How did you
2: abuse someone mentally with food?
0: Because I had to eat the pancakes. No one would eat the pancakes because of the cinnamon. She sh- I ate blueberry pancakes for 3 days. She should have I see me.
2: nothing wrong with this.
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah. Egyptian canid. Canid, the dog. Oh, the African golden wolf. The African wolf was formerly called the African golden jackal until a 2015 genetic Analysis updated the taxidermy of the common name for the species. As a result, Anubis is often referred to as having a jackal head, but this jackal is now properly called a wolf. Which it's I a feel
0: jackal. like I'm like literally, it's all dogs. Mm-hmm. They're all puppers mm-hmm. pepperonis, if you will, doggos. Yep. Like it doesn't fucking matter, you nerd. You're gonna well, touch actually, it if you eat. look at the genetics, no one cares. It's dog had to go wolf and you give it the pats. Yes. All the pats.
1: But still, like I don't care we, we, about we call science. It a jackal for so long. That's like when they decided during our childhood and so many other people's childhood, oh yes, Pluto is a planet, and they're like, no, it's not, we're gonna teach you. And I was like, It's a it's, dwarf
0: planet. It's
1: a fucking planet. You raised me to know it's a planet. I raised my children to know it's a planet. Fuck you, it's a planet.
0: For real. It's my
1: home planet, damn it. <laughs>
0: You don't insult my people this way. We
1: just want love.
0: <laughs> Motherfucker. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what if I just rolled into like a fucking planetarium like, listen, motherfuckers. You're going to change this that Pluto is a planet.
1: I'll bring up a giant. What? It's not a macrame. It's a uh, paper mache. Oh. Of, a <laughs> of fucking planet of Pluto. And I will hang it up there in front of them. And they're like, what are you doing, ma'am? I'm... Putting my home planet where it belongs. I know.
0: Oh my God. Have you seen the new commercial with Will, Will Farrell about, like, he'll be like, Norway's the top, you know, electronic car thing. And then he, like, punches the globe. He's like, fuck you, Norway. He's like, it's on. Oh my God. I have to show you. It's great. And then he, like, goes to, like, act like he's picking a fight with Norway. And for some reason, it's like a separate commercial. And the globe is still attached to his hand. I love it. That sounds great. I need actual television. It was during it was during the superb owl. But you guys need to watch that episode? We need to get you caught up on that shit.
1: Okay, I'm down.
0: Doesn't have to be tonight, but I'm just saying in general, we yeah. gotta start watching that show again so you guys can get with it.
1: Uh. Going backwards. All right. Uh, like me, many, meanie, huh. <laughs> Uh Like many ancient Egyptian deities, Anubis assembled different roles in various contexts, depicted as a. Pre- uh,
0: Protector. protector. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: Of graves as early as the first dynasty, 1300.
0: 3100. 3100?
1: 3, yes. Yeah, that is 31. Yep. Uh, 3100 to... That's not right. What?
0: Yeah, no, because it's BC. BC goes backwards. AD is forwards. I know, it's dumb. Listen, I didn't create history and I'm upset with it. Okay. But I just follow the rules. <laughs>
1: Alright, so 3100 through 2890 B.C. Anubis was also an embalmer by the Middle Kingdom, uh, 2055 through 1650 B.C. He was uh, replaced by Otis. Osiris. Osiris, oh my god.
0: (laughs) That darn there, Otis took my job. (laughs) He took my job. Get off my throne, Otis. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: <laughs> Are we sure I'm the one that can't read?
0: <laughs> well, we also established this. Put your names in the podcast. So sorry you're, um, you're stuck. The important one. Yes. So important. Most important. For gems like Otis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> where did Otis's name go? <laughs> it anubis was replaced by osiris yes thank you because i was gonna say (laughs) i was
0: like oh god we need to stop (laughs) saying it because you're gonna keep
1: saying it oh my god osiris in his role as lord of the underworld one of his uh prominent roles was as a was as a god who ushered souls into the afterlife he attempted the weighing scale during the Waiting of the heart, in which it determined whether a soul would be a- allowed to enter the realm of the dead. Despite being one of the most ancient and one of the most frequently depicted and mentioned gods in the Egyptian path- path- pantheon, pantheon uh, Anubis played almost no role in Egyptian methods. Like
0: myths. Myths. Yeah, which is kind of interesting, that's I feel like, because, weird. like, literally it is. He's probably one of the most recognized Egyptian god. Mm-hmm. And then, like, literally, he like, he's literally always a secondary character for the most part. Like, there's some stat. tales that he's included. But, yeah, I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. We're like, look at this dog head guy. And then G- Egyptians are like, these idiots don't know he didn't do shit.
1: <laughs> but it was awesome. I know. Call hell the dog head, man. Yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like all of these roles are pretty important, though, because, you know, mm-hmm. mummification, embalming is kind of badass, the afterlife, cemeteries for some reason, fuck it, yo.
1: Right? I is like that they're you? just, like,
0: all the dead things. I like it. All the ookie spookies. It's great. Might as well just call him the god of Halloween. <gasps> Austin. <laughs> we need an Anubis statue. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> And he can come out
1: every Halloween. In the day of the dead, of course. <laughs>
0: but it can't be like a small statue.
1: It's gotta be huge.
0: Like we're talking the mummy <laughs> statue <laughs> when they go to Amon what is it, Amon Ra? Uh,
1: yeah. Amon Ra. Yeah. Or we can get one of those seven. Was it seven or is it twelve foot skeletons? But like figure out how to make oh, it. Oh, the bit ten foot this. or whatever. Yes. I love that. And it will live outside my house. And we will make it a part of every fucking holiday. I know. Decoration. Well, that's my
0: favorite is because I love that when people are like, what are you going to do with the skeleton after Halloween? And then they like show it like it decorating a tall tree. And it's like, that's what I'm doing with the skeleton.
1: Exactly. We need two of those, Austin. That's great. I have to have it. I want it in my life. Or you can get me a seven foot fucking skeleton of a mermaid and I can put it on my, my table. <laughs>
0: I don't think it's going to. Baby, your table ain't even seven foot. Shh, fun. we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Getting flashbacks of House of a Thousand Corpses right now. And <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about it. You're all welcome. Continuing <laughs> we up
1: Anubis was depicted in black, a color that symbolized regeneration, life, the soil of the Nile River, and the discoloration of the corpse after embalming. Anubis is associated with uh, his brother. Oh, I missed that one. I think it's Wepowet. Wepawet. That looks right. Another Egyptian god portrayed with a a dog's head or a canine form, but with gray and white fur. Historians assume that the two figures were uh, eventually combined. Uh, Anubis' female counterpart is Input. I think, at least. Yeah. Uh, his daughter is the serpent goddess,
0: uh, Kibichat. K- uh, Kebachet? Yeah. Which, I love that it's like dog head, snake daughter. None of these animal combinations are making sense to me, but whatever.
1: Fuck it. You do
0: you, Egypt. Whatever you're selling, I'm buying. In a heartbeat. Yes. So, with that, we'll go into history. In Egypt's early dynastic period, 3,100 uh, 3, through 2686 BC, Anubis was portrayed in full animal form with a jackal head and body. A jackal god, probably Anubis, is depicted in stone inscriptions from the reigns of um, Horaha, uh, Dejer, and other pharaohs of the first dynasty. Since pre-dynastic uh, Egypt... When the dead were buried in shallow graves, jackals had been strongly associated with cemeteries because they were scavengers which uncovered human bodies and ate their flesh. Mm-hmm. In the spirit of fighting like with like, a jackal was chosen to protect the dead because a common problem and cause of concern must have been the digging up of bodies, shortly after burial by jackals and other wild dogs which lived on the margins of the cultivation. I love yeah. that it's like, we're going to fight fire with fire. Jackal God. And the jackals are like, we don't give a shit. I was like, and? <laughs> we're still going to eat your bodies. Uh, Food. So then, in the Old Kingdom, Anubis was the most important god of death. He was replaced in that role by Osiris during the Middle Kingdom. In the Roman era, which started in 30 BC, tomb paintings depict him holding the hand of of deceased persons to guide them to Osiris. So almost like a Hecate-esque role, I would say.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, the The parentage of Anubis varied between myths, times, and sources. In early mythology, he was portrayed as the son of Ra in the coffin texts, which I'm sorry, that sounds badass as fuck. Right. Let me let me look upon the coffin texts. Oh. I I need to know. in mm-hmm. uh, the coffin texts, which were written in the first intermediate period, 2181 through 2055 BC, Anubis is the son of either the cow goddess Hassat or the cat headed Bastet. Uh, another tradition depicting him as the son of Ra and Nephetus. Uh, the Greek Plutarch, uh, 40 through 120 AD, stated that Anubis was the illegitimate uh, blah, 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 Ill legitimate son of Nephetus and Osiris, but that he was adopted by Osiris' wife, Isis. Whoa. Bless her. <laughs> Because wait till you hear this, how this shit apparently broke down. Oh, no. (laughs) So for when Isis found out that Osiris loved her sister and had relations with her and mistaking her sister for herself... And when she saw proof of it in the form of a garland of clover that he had left to Nephitus, she was looking for a baby because Nephetus abandoned it at once after it had been born for fear of Set. And when Isis found the baby, helped by the dogs, which with great difficulties led her there, she raised him and he became her guard and ally by the name of Anubis. you tell me this motherfucker fucked her sister because he's like, oh yeah, this is totally my wife, and the fucking sister didn't say shit? And then she's like, oh, I'm gonna just abandon this baby because you know, set. I'm
1: like, what the fuck?
0: What <laughs> kind of stories? Also, I Osiris, you need some motherfucking glasses. hmm Also, Nephitis, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? Your name is way different than Isis. So it's not like it's a very similar sounding name to where if he said it like really quick, she's like, oh, he's talking to me. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Yeah. I just, I fucking can't. She
1: hoe
0: <laughs> She aho
1: uh, George H- Hart Yes. Uh, sees this family as in a- story. Yup. Yup. The story. <laughs> <gasps> 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 <laughs> we could <can> do this. <laughs> George Hart sees this story as an attempt to incorporate the independent deity Anubis as the Osirian, o- Osirian pantheon. Yes, an Egyptian pop- papyrus, papyrus,
0: papyrus, like the fruit, like like the font. You ever see the font papyrus? No. Nope. Everyone talks shit about it because it looks like shit. Oh nope. no, okay, just kidding. <laughs> graphic design nerd should I guess. It's okay.
1: You played with that stuff more than I did? Yes. I just liked WordPad and Note ones. Yes. Or not Note, uh, the art one. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. Yes. My favorite was the pinball game, though. I no.
0: That was the greatest.
1: <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, Egyptian papyrus. From the Roman period simply called Anubis, the son of Isis. In the uh, Pultomatic period, three fifty to thirty BC, when Egyptian um, sorry, when Egypt became a Hel- Hellenistic Hellenistic kingdom, thank you, ruled by Greek pharaohs. Anubis was merged with the Greek god Hermes, becoming Her-
2: Hermanubis.
1: Thank you. The two gods were um, considered similar because they both guided souls to the afterlife. The center of his cult was in uh, Sinopolis.
0: Yeah, I think Sinopolis. I couldn't find it. Something like that. Yeah, I couldn't find that one either. I'm just kind of shooting from the hip. Pew, pew.
1: Uh, A place where Greek name means city of dogs. And book... 11. Okay, I was about to say I, I don't know like, why oh, you're oh, looking then. at him. He can't see the notes. Well, I can shout the Roman numerals at him. <laughs> XI. Yes. XI? Yeah, it's 11. Yeah,
2: that's cuz IX is 9. Mm. And That's b- why the joke in uh Her- in Hercules is someone I call IX <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: uh, good times.
1: <laughs> um, in the book 11 of the Golden Ass. I <laughs> forgot. The golden ass. (laughs) Is it a donkey? Girl,
0: that ass golden.
1: It's golden. Look at it. That's how it sways.
0: It's just a whole religion dedicated to, like, Nicki Minaj's butt. I don't know. I could see that. Like, without a doubt. Someone, I don't know. There's too many fan asses out there. I wouldn't doubt that this
2: already exists.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Don't Google it. (laughs) I don't want to know.
1: What's the Googles? The church of Nicki Minaj's ass. (laughs) I need (laughs) it.
0: Just I'm like trying the flying spaghetti of, monster. Oh, my God. <laughs> For real. Listen, anything can be religion if you try hard enough. Exactly.
1: Uh, but this book of the golden ass was by um, Apollius. Yeah, I Apolius. think so. Apollius, yeah. There is evidence that the worship of the god was continued in Rome through at least the second century. Indeed, her Anubius... Hermanibus. Hermanomina. Menomina. Menomina. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this also appears in the
0: alchemical. Alchemical. Something like that.
1: And the uh, hermetical literature of the Middle Ages and the Renaissance.
0: The Renaissance. The Renaissance. I don't know.
1: We need to go back to the Renaissance.
0: Girl, I feel like we are plague and shit. We're fine,
1: but I want a big turkey leg.
0: Listen, soon want, when when the when the sickness is gone, we'll be able to return. I want to be where the people are.
2: Are you sure they're talking about it coming back around with the round two? It's,
0: it's not any more
2: deadly. It's just more. I know. I don't really care. Contagious
1: they're all contagious so stupid I
0: hate those people but yeah like you said and I mean I feel like the renaissance fair could totally be a thing it's just that we'll have to wear masks and shit mhm listen if the furries can go out in full fur suits in the middle of the summer we'll be fine <laughs> I just I just think go. it'd
2: be funny you know going to the renaissance fair wearing covid masks well no you don't wear covid masks
0: you wear the fucking plague doctor masks mm-hmm.
2: well yeah but that's what I'm getting at it. It would be funny because you're going back to the Renaissance. That's what I'm plays. saying. It's
0: gonna be so, great. I'm
2: like, would they be able to wear masks? Because it'd be against character. No,
0: not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-mm. It's safety, Austin. Yeah. Listen, there the re- people that work at the Renaissance it, Fair aren't it's such joke. thespians. It's that they're. Joke. It's a bad joke, and it doesn't make any sense. Look, as
1: long as I can get my giant wind chimey thingy I don't care
0: yeah. I will $300 for one but also, I will spend a good chunk I just really hope that the guy with the rock candles is there this rock is a fire this will stick with me for the rest of my life I love <laughs> dumbass puns <laughs> I saw someone like at the renaissance fair he was standing out cause you know sometimes if the shop mm-hmm. is slow someone will stand out and try to like you know yeah. lure you in with their wares and that man almost got me for a rock candle. Well, what did it
1: look like? A rock? It or? was yes.
0: It was a straight up rock, and it was on fire. And then he's saying, "This rock is on fire," and I wanted to become this man's friend immediately.
1: <laughs> Why didn't you,
0: Brady? Because you could. Have brought I was me told that exactly. I was told I couldn't get it, but now you know. So next time, what we're doing? We're getting motherfucking rock candles up in this bitch,
1: Austin. We're going to have to scour there. You go on one side. Well, as long as you get your price. Listen, we're fine, all going to go together.
0: Let's be real. We gotta. I'm taking a fucking weekend day off so that we can go do this shit.
1: And one day wasn't enough.
0: Maybe two days. <laughs> this no, I
1: think, place was big. Like, I didn't expect it to be that big. Listen,
0: as long as I can get drunk and not have to worry about driving home, I don't care.
1: I can't get That's been my drunk. one goal
0: is to get drunk at the Renaissance Fair, but I always end up driving. Oh my God! No, Austin, you're driving. Amber, we're getting drunk at the Renaissance well, Fair. But who's gonna
1: watch the children?
0: Austin can candle is the he children. Put them, like, on they're a old enough. They're old enough at this point. Okay, they, it's not like They are Guy to
1: kill Felix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, we'll just put up with the jousting ring and call it a day. It'll be great. <laughs> we're
1: about the big dogs, and you're trying to kiss. Listen, <laughs> I
0: just want to be running around in corsets, getting hammered. Okay, that is my one goal. Do we have the mugs? Yes, the, absolutely. The we'll everything. have. everything. I don't know if we'll be able to refill them. They might have to give it, us the beer in the plastic cup and then we fill it ourselves. I'm okay with it. Which is fine. It's totally sanitary uh, and I'm understanding. I'm,
1: I'm totally okay with it.
0: So. I'm just saying, we're getting fucking are we Are
1: going to have like our tits falling out of our damn. Damn,
0: straight we are. <laughs> and then we're going to go get a fucking, go to a face painting stall and have them paint on our boobs too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you this. I can't, <laughs> I, can't I can't remember. If I went with my dad, or if it was another time, but these broads were straight up getting chaos and havoc painted on their tits, and I was like, "This is what I want to be when I grow up—a drunkard with my boobs about to pop out, getting it face painted with the word chaos or havoc for some reason."
1: Our faces and into the portal of our soul, our bosoms.
0: Except, (laughs) except you know what I want. Instead of, instead of chaos and havoc I want you have to be paid and I want to be panicked <laughs> yeah.
1: and so we're gonna do this we could obviously wear our corsets the old shrubber kind of dresses yeah. with our titties falling almost falling up but we have to have little imp tails too
0: then oh absolutely <sighs> I'll even wear fucking horns I don't care Austin you can be our Hades then <laughs> <laughs> It's like, please don't open this year.
1: <laughs> I'm not ready.
0: <laughs> uh, listen, I have been long overdue for a Renaissance fair trip and I'm fucking ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm coming with my fucking parasol
2: and my biggest hat. I big just hair. don't think I could base palm hard enough for this.
1: You can be like, it. suck it, have a giant red spot on your head.
0: i <laughs> will <laughs> be fine.
1: You'll be all right. I got you. You're fine.
0: Anyways. We're back to our topic. Enough about getting our titties painted.
1: (laughs) Where were we? Oh, the Renaissance. Yes. Um, Although the Greeks and the Romans typically scorned Egyptian animal-headed gods as bizarre and primitive, Anubis was mockingly called Barker by the Greeks. Anubis was
0: sometimes associated with Cyrus, Sirius. That is Sirius. Yeah, like Sirius Black. Oh, I killed mm-hmm. Sirius Black. Oh, I I'm killed Sorry. Sirius. <laughs> I like I hate the stage, but that's for some reason anytime I hear Sirius Black, I just think of that. Yeah. You know, don't touch my daughter, you bitch. Okay, sorry, i am done. That
1: was great.
0: Molly Weas- Weasley is a badass and you can't tell me otherwise. Exactly. Oh, uh, where
1: were we? Oh. Uh Sirius. In the heavens and Cybrus
0: Cerberus. What is Cerberus? Cyprus, Cerberus. Is it the same? No. Who's Cerberus? Cerberus is the three-headed dog. So who's Cyprus? Oh. Okay. I think you're just making up words. Uh, oh, probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. There are three headed puppers and Hades in the underworld. In his dialogues. Dialogue, thank you. Dialogues, Plato. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plato often. Often has Socrates utter oaths by the dog by the name of Egypt and by the dog the the god of the Egyptians. Both the empaths both
0: for emphasis. Thank you. Both for
1: emphasis and the appeal to Anubis as an art, arbiter. Thank you. Arbiter
0: of truth in the underworld. Yes. Also, yeah, I just like that it's like, okay now now softly say by the dog. Sorry, what? Because too, by the dog, it's like it sounds like you're telling someone that something's by the dog. Right? Where's where's my candelabra? By the dog. On the table by the dog.
2: <laughs> you what know, dog? Like. Where's my flame rock?
0: <laughs> this rock is on fire? I'm gonna be singing it all night. It's great. I love Anyways. it. Anyways. Uh, so then going into Anubis' roles, we're gonna start with the protector of the tombs. Ooh. In contrast to real wolves, Anubis was a protector of graves and cemeteries. Several epithets uh, attached to his names in Egyptian texts and inscriptions referred to the role of Keti Amentu, which means foremost of the Westerners. I don't know what that does do anything, but hey, it sounds cool. And was also the name of different canine funerary gods. Uh, alluded to his protecting function because the dead were usually buried on the west bank of the Nile. He took other names in connection with his funerary role, such as he who is upon his mountain and Lord of the Sacred Land. Lord of the Dance. The Sorry. Dance. I don't know why. Does anyone ever just, like, remember Lord of the Dance? Yes. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to remember what place I was working at. They were, like, constantly playing it on loop for a hot minute for some reason, and I was just like.
2: Are you talking about, like, the safety dance?
0: No. No. Lord of the... You don't remember, like, it was a whole big thing in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s where you just go fucking see people step dancing. Mm-hmm. Lord of, We're going to find some footage. It was, like, a... And Irish? Not, yeah. Something like that. I don't know, We're going to watch it because... And we're going to remember to actually watch it this time because I keep promising to show Austin things and then we forget about it by the time we're done recording and then I'm listening to it Sunday and I'm like, son of a bitch!
1: But he doesn't say anything either when he hears it on Monday, so he's at fault too.
0: Yeah, you son of a bitch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm so aggressive. I can't. Outside. I'm sorry.
2: No, all I can think of it as the Coolidge.
0: You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Jennifer. There's this guy on TikTok, and I can't remember it. I should have looked it up, but he does imitations of Jennifer Coolidge in other movies, and it's great. Harry, did you put your fucking name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> That was great. Ah, so good. Anyways, um, I know, sorry, I just am always jokingly aggressive. Like I told Josh, because a couple of times my one uh, manager, Josh, he'll pop over and I'll I'll be like, what? And he's like, oh my God. He's like, what? He's like, why are you so I'm like, listen, it's a joke and it's aggression with love, okay? (laughs) And then I think that also jokingly played into the whole dominatrix conversation the other day and I'm like, Not helping my case. (laughs) Uh, I can't help it. But anyways, Lord of the Sacred Land. Uh, This designates him as a god of the desert necropolis. Hmm. Uh, So the Jumalak papyrus recounts another tale where Anubis protected the body of Osiris from Set. Ooh, this is kind of good. So Set attempted to attack the body of Osiris by transforming himself into a leopard. Anubis stopped and subdued Set. However, he branded Set's skin with a hot iron rod. Anubis then flayed Set and wore his skin as a warning against evildoers who would desecrate the tombs of the dead. Okay. Like, I just love That's that we're choosing violence.
2: Badass. I know. <laughs> He's like, I know you're a guy, but I'm gonna fucking kill you because you stepped in my realm. Yeah. And then I'm not, and then I'm gonna wear your fucking corpse.
0: And then it's like, beware, evildoers. And they're like, Are you sure you're not the <laughs> evildoer? Because I'm a little concerned at how this was handled. But also, fuck up.
1: Well, if they were gods, maybe they could be immortal, like in uh, like some vampires. Oh, I'm what, sure. What, what one was it? The one he made fun of, uh, being human. Uh that was one of the punishments. They're just like a pound of flesh, and they'd flay them alive. Oh, and since yeah. they were vampires, they could you know heal back. It just take them a while.
0: Yeah, I know. And it's like I don't know. I tried getting into that being human show, and just couldn't do it.
1: I loved it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I like like you said. I like my vampires badly. Not aware of the times. Yeah. AKA what we do in the shadows. That it's so great. good. I just love the scene in the movie where they're like going out and then they have to draw pictures of each other, what they look like because they can't look at me. <laughs> <gasps> this movie is an iconic movie, and if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. It's great. It's dumb as hell.
1: It's everything you never knew you needed.
0: <laughs> yes, queen work. So anyways, a priest, though, who attended to the dead wore leopard skin in order to commemorate Anubis' victory over Set. The legend of Anubis branding the hide of Set in leopard form was used to explain how the leopard got its spots. I love me a good origin story. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then lastly, most ancient tombs had prayers to Anubis carved on them, which makes sense. Again, God of Cemeteries, embalming, mummification, the underworld.
1: Everything you want to happen to you after you die.
0: This man's in charge of it. Mm
1: -hmm. Which I still don't understand why he's not a mean...
0: I know. Like, it fucks me up. Like, you tell me this kind of story and then you're saying that he's not important.
1: Right? And there's, like, there's fucking prayers to him and everything else like that. Like, fish. Why are you
0: right. trying to downplay him? Exactly. Stop trying to dull his shine. <sighs> Fantastic. Bitch, don't kill my vibe.
1: Bitch, don't kill
2: her vibe. Bitch, don't
0: kill her Anyway. Um, and
1: Balmer. As he who is in the place of embalming, Anubis was associated with mummification. He was also, he was also called he who proceeds over the gods' booth. Impulse booth would refer either to the place where embalming was carried out or the pharaoh's burial chamber. Um, in the Osiris myth, uh, Anubis helped Isis to embalm uh, 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 Osiris. Instead, when no, indeed, oh, I'm sorry. Indeed, when the Osiris myth emerged, it was said that after Osiris w- had been killed by Set, um, Osiris's organs were given to Anubis as a gift. With this connection, Anubis became the patron, patron mm-hmm. god of uh, embalmers. During the rite of mummification, uh, 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 illustrations. Thank you. Illustrations from the Book of the Dead often show the wolf mask wearing priest supporting the upright mummy.
0: Which, I'm sorry, Book of the Dead always makes me think of the mummy. Yeah. Don't read from the book! Right? It's too late now. This is cursed. That is cursed. <laughs> I gotta watch those movies again. They're fucking good. Brennan Fraser was hot as fuck. Mummy, Mummy Two, or Mummy Returns, whatever.
1: And isn't there the, the
0: There's the third Scorpion one. King? Third oh, yes. one doesn't
2: count because the the original lady's not in it. Yeah, I, I
0: know, but one. the Yetis.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I don't That's care. The that, un- like I don't give a not... shit about
0: anything else except the Yetis. Also, like. Alex grew up to be kind of hot. Whoever the actor that played Alex, I was like, okay, I can vibe with this. But also, and I mean, Jonathan's still in it. Mm-hmm. I love that they kept him around.
2: Yeah, that's like,
0: like it's just the weirdest thing. Like of all the people that you're like will continue carrying Jonathan through, like we still need to like a everyone uncle else is character. originally
2: from the cast except her.
0: And there's no um.
2: And then they just play it off as it's the same chick.
0: Well, of course they are.
1: How, how do you think it worked with the Spider-Man movies? For real, I don't care how many times you tell me there's a different Spider Universe or the Hulk movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All the Batman movies.
0: Well, I know. Where were we? Yes, Queen work. I don't know. It's okay. Uh, I got totally distracted.
1: Guide of Souls.
0: Yes. Souls.
1: By the late of the Faronic thank you era. Uh, 664 through 332
0: ABC. Bees. There we go. ABCD <laughs> 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 Just like it's not eighty.
1: After keep before going.
0: Christ. Double Dutch <laughs> eggs. <laughs> French toast. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I like
2: that. So we're some of the family of parents now. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Well, that's a good thing they didn't leave me in charge of initialing time errors or whatever. Was <laughs> uh, well, Somewhere around the double-touch period. <laughs> I love it. What the fuck is a double-touch? I don't know, okay?
1: <laughs> we don't know. We don't speak of it. What? <laughs> Guide the souls. I already said that. Anyway. Where was I?
0: Oh, uh, the BC.
1: Yes, BC. Uh, Anubis was often depicted as guiding individuals across the threshold from the world of the living and the afterlife. Though a similar role was sometimes performed by the, low, the low-headed low <laughs> cow-headed <laughs> Hothor? Hothorium, Anubis was more commonly chosen to fulfill that function. Greek- writers from the Roman period of Egyptian history des, uh, design, designated thank you designated that the role was that of a uh, psycho?
0: psychopomp
1: yeah yeah that word a uh, greek term meaning guide of souls they uh, that they used to refer to their own god hermes who also played the role in greek religion uh funerary art from the period re- represents Anubis guiding either men or women dressed in Greek clothing into the presence of Osiris, who by then had long replaced uh, Anubis as ruler of the underworld.
0: Which is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. The next is weighing of the Heart, which this one I feel like is the one that has always stuck with me with Anubis. like I feel like this is a story and role I've always kind of remembered about him Uh, so one of the roles of anubis was as the guardian of the scales the critical scene depicting the weighing of the heart in the book of the dead shows anubis performing a measurement that determined whether the person was worthy of entering the realm of the dead the underworld known as duat by weighing the heart of the deceased person against the marat or truth who was often represented as an ostrich feather uh, Anubis dictated the fate of the souls. Souls heavier than a feather would be devoured by Amit, and souls lighter than a feather would ascend to the heavenly existence.
1: So unless you're a baby, you're you're just doomed.
0: Well, it's essentially it's almost like the whole how heavy are your like sins kind of thing oh, I can for think like it was the the Willy best because of uh, the whole. Um, I feel like the easiest comparison is, like, Catholicism or Christianity with the whole Heaven or Hell.
1: I still think of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with the bad egg.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> bad egg. But, yeah, so like I said, um, this is, yeah, this is the one thing I always remember about Anubis. This is the one thing, like, I always kind of connotate. Uh, so, Worship. Although he does not appear in many myths, he was extremely popular with Egyptians and those of other cultures. The Greeks linked them to their god Hermes, who, the god who guided the dead to the afterlife. The pairing was later known as Hermanubis. Uh Anubis was heavily worshipped because, des- despite modern beliefs, he gave the people hope. People marveled in the guarantee that their body would be respected at death, their soul would be protected and justly judged. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like that's a good way that we should be, you yeah. know, we should be stressed out about meeting a deity. Uh, Anubis had male priests who sported wood masks with the gods' likeness when performing rituals. His cult center was at Sinopolis in Upper Egypt, but memorials were built everywhere and he was universally revered in every part of the land. So in pop culture, which it has like a little blurb and then obviously we can kind of think through of like what we know him from popular culture, uh, so in popular and media culture, Anubis is often falsely portrayed as the sinister god of the dead. He gained popularity during the 20th and 21st centuries through books, video games, and movies where artists would give him evil powers and a dangerous army. Despite his nefarious reputation, his image is still the most recognizable of the Egyptian gods, and replicas of his statues and paintings remain popular. Are you Googling Anubis movies? Yep. Because we
1: had to have them.
2: Well... In League of Legends, there's a uh, a champion that you can play known as Gnosis and he'd be the closest thing to re- to resemble uh, Anubis.
0: I feel like yeah, there's always a lot of like sub characters where they have that kind of look about them. Um, also, the
2: well, like in the game, he's an Egyptian god. And yeah, they do. So,
0: and then um, like I said, obviously, what was it the Second mummy movie, with that really terrible CGI. <laughs> um, but yeah, so with that the was Scorpion ahead of King, its
2: time in two thousand.
0: Yeah, but it did not age well, and I've seen better that come out have come out before that. I'm just saying, um, and I don't think he's mentioned in the actual Scorpion King movie, because of course they did do a Scorpion. I guess there's like multiple Scorpion King movies. Mm. Yeah. Which is like, e. <laughs> Why did we just keep going?
1: Because he's in the Scorpion King with uh, uh, the Rock.
0: Is he? Yeah, I thought that was the second mummy.
1: Is it? Because I yeah. remember them actually ha- like focusing on the Scorpion King and how he became who he was.
0: Yeah, it was just something that no, like no, the knew no, because no, no, the no, first the movie so he has the- like some psychic woman that. Yeah.
2: So, he takes away the, her power
0: by sleeping with her or some mm-hmm. shenanigans.
2: Yeah. And then in the second movie, Return, Return of the Mummy, um, that's where you actually see the real Scorpion King.
1: Well, like, yeah, because he's like that half thing. But like I remember them what actually.
2: Right, and then they go back afterwards, where the rock is by himself, showing the life of the Scorpion King.
0: All right. Maybe. I I found a list on Wikipedia. Okay. Um, Oh, Stargate SG-1. Anubis' uh, go-old and the most ruthless of his species. So, yeah, they have it. I I was, like, trying to remember what movie that was one, But, yeah, I remember in Stargate, like, there was a whole thing on that. Um, And Stephen King's Kingdom Hospital television series that ran on ABC from March 3rd to... July 15th, 2004, Tubis is the companion of the ghost of Mary Jensen. And then he reveals his true name is Anubis, but accepts Mary's mispronunciation of the name without issue. Which, how nice of him. Hmm. Um, Anubis is the villain in the 2014 film, The Pyramid. Never seen that. Um, it's supposed to be a horror movie from what I'm looking at. Oh my God, there's some kind of romance... Game thing. Oh no. <laughs> but he said, I'm not even going to go into that. I don't understand those games, but whatever. Um, Anubis voiced in motion, captured by Goran D. Clute, is featured in the 2016 film Gods of Egypt. I think uh. I had seen it, but I don't think I actually watched it. It was one that I was like, maybe I'll watch it, but you know, then a shitty reviews, and I was like, we didn't watch it because it's probably been Listen, I don't care. I'll watch a shitty action movie once in a while. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing better to do. Um, But he's showed as a guide for recently deceased souls entering the afterlife. So not really a negative connotation. Um, Anubis is a playable character in the MOBA Smite, which features mythological entities from different cultures. As Austin mentioned, League of Legends.
2: And it's not, it's pronounced MOBA, by the way.
0: Listen, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, Anubis is also featured in the Titan book series, Doctor Who, the 10th Doctor, where he initially appears as the enemy for the 10th Doctor, but later becomes his companion. Love that. Oh, duh, Yu-Gi-Oh, how did I not think of that? Uh, Anubis makes appearance in Yu-Gi-Oh, the Pyramid of Light, as the main antagonist. I don't think I've seen that. Ooh, Digimon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anubismon is based on Anubis. He plays the role of judging the dead one as either to be reborn or as as a digi-egg or sent to the dark area.
1: I I don't think I've ever seen
0: that. I do. Was that in the first one or is that in one of the later generations?
1: No, it was with our generation.
0: Well, no, because there's multiple Digimon series. Is that one with, like, Ty and Matt? Yes. Okay. I don't know. It's been a while. Ooh, Anubis also appears in several episodes of Gargoyles. Ooh. I can get into that Love Cargoyles Something in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Didn't really get into that uh, There's a
1: game that's called uh,
0: Assassin's Creed's Origin Apparently ooh. Anubis is the first boss Of the Trial of the Gods What?
2: Game? Yeah that's Assassin's Creed In like Egypt
0: Oh and uh, Anubis appears as Mr. Jackal In the 2001 novel Americans Gods By Neil Gaiman I have to watch the television series Adaption Where's Also it? read the books
1: uh, the game House of Anubis, The Secrets Within.
0: Yes. Something horror related. Oh, The Crypt of
1: Anubis. I think Anubis was in, uh, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Probably. B- because that uh, one kid's mom was a mummy.
0: But yeah, so definitely a lot of, you know, material that we can work with. I don't know why. <clears throat> yeah, it's one where it's like, I feel like, if you were to be like, name five movies with Anubis in it, I'd be like, oh. But then if you really, like, kind of sit back and think about it, you know, you can come up with a couple. Like you said, that Stargate one, I totally forgot. I should watch that again. I am not in, like, a million years. I feel like I remember it being good, and I know, like, there's a big following behind it. At least the movie. not going to watch the whole series. I don't got no time for television shows. Unless they're four episodes. Or RuPaul's Drag Race. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at this point, I'm committed, y'all. RuPaul owns my soul. And what we do in the shadows. But that's different
1: the hell is this game? This looks interesting as fuck. It's called The Mask of Anubis, and it's the world's first virtual reality, like, board game kind of thing. So you'll wear a mask, and it looks like Anubis's, like, ears with his pointed snout, and it's a few pieces on the floor that looks like tombs, like, if you go through them and stuff,
0: and they got dice and stuff. It looks really interesting. Like virtual reality shit? Yeah, like, look. Yeah, no i totally be for it. I know virtual reality games freak me out. It There's looks an episode in Evil that made me feel a little dicey. I was like, mm, mm.
1: I want to play with the virtual reality things. I know I'll die when I see myself fall in the game zone.
0: Like, I can't. I'm not like, no thank you. I had enough time struggling with regular reality, much less virtual ones. Let's do it. We'll panic together. Sounds good for my anxiety. Also, like, what is it? What are the rooms? Panic rooms? Escape rooms. Oh. I mean, also panic rooms. <laughs> Definitely need one of those. <laughs> but escape rooms, I'm like, I don't know if I... I'm not great under pressure all the time. Working stuff, fine. But, like, decision-making, I'm like, Girl, <laughs> they have one of those in the mall. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I want to do it. I mean, I'm down to try it. But I'm just saying I'm probably not going to be very good. Anyways, point being, though, that was Anubis. Yes. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like I've been putting this off, and then I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And then I was like, I just hope it's not super long. And it ended up really not being that bad. I don't know, for some reason I thought there was going to be like way too much stuff, and I was well, like... Well, that's because that was stupid long, too. We were yeah. just like, eee. Hey. But
1: Maybe
0: it was so right fucking now. funny. It was great. Like, literally, that <sighs> Stefan skit. But also, like I said, I was also worried, too, with it being like, you know, like, he's not really diabolical. And then we got to that part where he skinned set. And I was like, okay, this motherfucker's metal AF.
1: Mm hmm. Mm
0: hmm. So suck it. But any other comments, questions, concerns? No. I think we're good. All right. That's Anubis, y'all. We're going to wrap this shit up so that we can show Austin Lord of the the Dance. Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm.
0: You'll hear from us next week. Great. Subscribe, follow, donate, donate, and have a spooky night and hope you survived Valentine's Day. Bye-bye.